Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico Steakhouse has been a staple for fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy poured beverages. East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Welcome in, everyone. Welcome into the Rebel Report. I'm Michael Borky. I hope that you are going to relax this weekend because, number one, you deserve it. And number two, your opponent in the game this weekend is kind of conducive to relaxing. It is Central Arkansas. It is your FCS game. It's on streaming only. I would encourage you, though. So I got asked by a listener who is an Ole Miss fan uh, who lives on the coast. It's a radio show listener who who lives on the coast. Uh, He's in some military service, wasn't specific, but he's in some military service, said that this weekend – his job will be bringing him to Tupelo. And he's an Ole Miss fan, a lifelong Ole Miss fan that's never been to a game before. And he said, should I go? He's like, I don't want to you know, waste my first game on Central Arkansas, so what do you think, should I go? And I said, absolutely yes. I did say, however, don't expect it to be the same as like, you know, LSU or something. I said, so go into it with the expectations of knowing your opponent, but yes, you should absolutely go. Guys, you get seven home games a year. Forgive me for getting preachy, but you get seven home games a full calendar year. There's 52 weeks. Seven times your team will play at home. If you can go, I'm not going to fan shame anybody. If you don't go, I get it. I'm not in that business. I'm not going to fan shame any of you if you choose not to show up to this game. That's not what I'm about. I'm just saying, if you have the opportunity, you might as well go. Because after this one, there's only five more for the rest of the season. It's going to be an easy win. You know, look at scores and stuff on your phone. And and just enjoy an Ole Miss win, because that's what it's going to be. Enjoy an Ole Miss win, because why not? I mean, what's a good reason not to if you can? Now, if you don't, I'm not going to shame you. But go for it. Go watch your team play. You only get seven home games a year. It's going to be a hard one to get through, but it still is one nonetheless. Uh, We'll talk about it here. I've got two questions that we will address. Uh, Again, my name is Michael Borky. Please follow on Twitter, Facebook, or YouTube. Follow on Twitter at Michael Borky. Like my Facebook page at, you guessed it, Michael Borky. Or subscribe to my YouTube channel at, you guessed it again, Michael Borky. So follow, like, and subscribe. Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Also subscribe to this podcast wherever you get them. You can find it. Search Rebel Report. Subscribe. Leave a rating and a review if you like what you hear. And so let's talk about this game. Something that we do on the radio show and this is going to be a bit of a shorter podcast today, quite frankly, just because of who the opponent is. But we do this thing on the radio show. It was actually my idea like six years ago, and we still do it because I think it's actually a good idea. And, of course, I think that because I came up with it. But it, we call it two questions, and it's the same questions every week. It's Ole Miss or Mississippi State absolutely must do – what if they want to win the game tomorrow? Ole Miss and Mississippi State absolutely cannot do what if they want to win the game tomorrow. Now, obviously, Ole Miss is going to win the game tomorrow. Literally, the only thing they have to do 
is show up because it's Central Arkansas and Ole Miss will win by however many points they feel like winning by. So I'm modifying the two questions for this game for Ole Miss. The first one, what must Ole Miss do for tomorrow, the game Saturday against Central Arkansas, to be considered successful? A successful day because winning is not just enough in a game like this. So what must Ole Miss do if they want tomorrow's game to be successful? And then what can Ole Miss, what can't Ole Miss do if they want to make tomorrow's game be considered successful? If those make sense, I had to modify it some because, again, they're obviously winning the games. Um, Before I get to question number one, I do want to remind you this podcast is brought to you by LBs. If you're going to be doing any cooking with meat and you are in or around the Oxford area, go by and see Greg and the good people at LBs. It's just across from Kroger on University LB's Meat's got the best selection of meat in this state. Tell them when you go that I sent you. They'll hook you up. They've also got daily lunch specials Monday through Friday, but they're open on weekends too. If you are cooking with meat, that is the best selection of meat in this state. They are big-time supporters uh, of Old Miss sports. That's LB's just across from Kroger on University. So Old Miss absolutely must do what if they want tomorrow to be considered quote-unquote successful? Uh, the first one that I've come up with is is glaringly obvious. That Ole Miss absolutely must remain healthy after the game if they want it to be successful. I would, and I, I don't know like how the individual players feel about something like this. I don't know if Zach Evans has like, for example, Zach Evans has like a number of carries in mind or, or a yardage number that he wants to reach or whatever. But if I'm Lane Kiffin, I really consider not giving Zach Evans a whole lot of reps. I really consider only having Jonathan Mingo play a few series. And I tell them to protect themselves. Ole Miss should not um, extend any of these guys. I don't expect them to. Lane Kiffin, as we've talked about before and as you've heard elsewhere, because it's just true, is, is very conscious about what they do in games against overmatched opponents. You saw it last week. You saw it last year with Vanderbilt. You saw it last year with Liberty. Those two games, for example, they are very conscious about how they handle games like this in terms of scheme. They don't really give a crap about blowing people out. The the way that they approach these games proves that. Um, They're conscious about the way they use players. That just has to be another thing that they do, and I expect them to do it, but get out of this game healthy. Uh, That, that to me, is the biggest glaring circle is health. Get out of this game healthy. Give Zach Zach Evans a few carries because you you want to keep him engaged. You want to keep Jonathan Mingo engaged, and these guys give them reps and stuff, but, but give them enough and then get them out and wrap them in bubble wrap Tell them to put a hat on and and root on your teammates, uh, the guys that are deeper in the depth chart that are getting to play and be a, a, a good leader for the guys behind you. But get the hell out of the game and don't get hurt. So that's number one for me for Ole Miss. Just be healthy. Get out of this game healthy. You're going to win. It's it's a completely inconsequential game. Central Arkansas is only coming to Oxford to collect a paycheck. So so don't don't get hurt. Okay, just protect yourselves. Zach Evans, Jonathan Mingo. Uh, the entire offensive line, 
uh, Kari Coleman, Troy Brown, just just protect yourselves, okay? Play football. You, you got to still play, and there's always risk when you play. Just please don't get hurt. That's key number one for me. Number two, clean it up. That that's something that you really want to look for. It, 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 it's like injuries are not something that you like watch during the game. You don't watch for injuries. You just hope they don't happen. What I'm really watching for in this game, because again, the results don't matter, is if they're clean or not. Cleaner than last week. I was willing to, and I think rightfully so, give this team a pass for some of the things that happened last week, like timing with snaps, special teams, gaffes, stuff like that, because that was everybody's, almost everybody's first time together. Again, that was Charlie Weiss's first time calling plays at Ole Miss. I know he's worked for Kiffin before, but still. That was Chris Partridge's first time as a defensive coordinator. That was a handful of staff members' first time being on staff in this system. That was... The, the running back rooms, first time playing for Ole Miss. That was a handful of wide receivers, first time playing for Ole Miss. And you guys know the rest. So I was willing to forgive last week things being a little bit sloppy. Because they were. It was a sloppy game last week. I'm looking to see if they have just cleaned it up. If the snaps are better, like just more accurate, but on time. If the timing's better. If they look a little bit more fluid with uh, assignments on offense in rotations and stuff like that. Just play a cleaner football game. No turnovers as well. They coughed the football up three times in the second half last week. So a cleaner game is what I'm really focused on for Ole Miss tomorrow. Um, I'll be watching the center. I'll be watching timing. Even things like substitutions. And obviously turnovers. That's something when you're sitting in the stands on what uh, appears to be a possibly very nice, uh, slightly warm, but uh, a nice uh, Oxford evening. Um, is that is if they just play cleaner because they didn't at all last week. Not at all. Um, and that that's really it for me. I mean, we've talked about quarterbacks a, a lot. I will obviously be looking at Luke Altmaier closely. You know, the thing is, for, from our vantage point, how do we know what the calls are to know if he's making the right reads? You know, it's it's tough for us to see, but if he looks comfortable, what his demeanor's like, if he's protecting the football, um, you have to grade his performance on on a negative curve because of who his opponent is compared to Jackson Dart, but. Um, if he's getting the start, clearly they're going to be evaluating him closely. So we've talked about that enough. You guys know already uh, about the quarterback position, but that's that's number three is Luke Altmeyer and how he looks. Confidence, demeanor, protecting the football, doing things on time, looking comfortable. So that's what Ole Miss must do to have tomorrow be considered a success. Health, clean. And obviously, we're watching the quarterback. What can Ole Miss absolutely not do if they want tomorrow to be considered successful? We'll get to that right after I tell you that the podcast is brought to you by Advantage Business Systems. ABSMS.com is the website. If you're located anywhere inside of the state of Mississippi and you're in the market for office technology, anywhere in the state, ABSMS.com, Advantage Business Systems has you covered. If you tell them I sent you, you'll get a complimentary Office technology assessment, so you tell them what you need, what your budget is. They will come out, do an assessment on me. That's anything from 
copiers and printers and mail machines to cloud storage, data security, phone systems, technology in the office, absms.com. ABSMS.com. So Ole Miss, I mean, you can just completely run counter to what I said. That's the only issue with this exercise is, well, if you say you can't turn the football over or they have to protect the ball for tomorrow to be successful, then you can just turn around and say, well, they can't turn the football over. Um, I'm fascinated, as you guys know, about how they handle quarterbacks moving forward um, after this. But but if tomorrow is going to be considered not a success, it's going to be essentially a counter to what I said. If if they are turning the football over still, if they're committing costly penalties, it's a lesser opponent, so maybe it's hard to tell, but the offensive line gave up a lot of pressure last week. Jackson Dart was under duress for an uncomfortable uh, amount of time. And if that's the case... Then, then they've got real issues on their hands. So Ole Miss cannot let Luke Altmeyer operate under duress. Uh, Ole Miss cannot, if tomorrow's going to be successful, have the game get funky to where they're having to play guys more th- than you want them to. I would love to see a lot of Kentrell Bullock. I would love to see a lot more of Ulysses Bentley. And again, they said last week it just kind of worked out that way. It wasn't intentional. But I, I would love to see a lot of Kentrell Bullock. Uh, in this game, I would love to see instead of six defensive linemen playing this week, I want to see 11 or 12. Uh, I, I would love to get a good look, even against a bad opponent, at the depth that they think they have. I want to see more wide receivers, even though I keep saying this, the opponent, it's hard to get a gauge, but we didn't get to see much from Jalen Knox. Uh, we didn't get to see the freshman tight end that they've been raving about really. Uh, do anything at all that's if they don't get those opportunities tomorrow is a failure if this game is funky and it's weird and oddly close and you're having to give Evans more carries and Judkins more carries and and you're not able to rotate a lot on the offensive line and you're not able to rotate a lot on defense and protect your guys if your starters are having to play a lot of snaps that is what would be deemed a failure in my eyes tomorrow is if the game gets swirly and you're having to play your starters more snaps. That's how I think. That's what Ole Miss can't do if they want to make tomorrow be considered successful. They can't can't have to play their starters for very long. If they're unable to do a lot of rotating, then tomorrow is a failure uh, to me. Now, if they lose the game, they won't. But if they do, that's a whole different animal. But If that makes sense to you guys, that is my spiel. That's what I'm looking forward to this weekend. I'm looking to see if they clean it up, hoping that they they get out of that healthy. Obviously, watching quarterbacks, watching to see some some of these depth pieces that we've heard about, if they can get snaps and and good run, watching the offensive line to see if they've gotten better in pass protection, worse opponent, but still. Want to see what they've got at wide receiver. I would love to see more of, of this running back room besides Evans and Judkins, that's what I'm watching for tomorrow in an otherwise pretty sleepy football game. So thank you guys for tuning into this quick one. I'll be back tomorrow night or early Sunday morning, one of the two, to recap this game with you. So be on the lookout for that this weekend. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Enjoy your weekend. If you're going to the game, enjoy yourself. Kick back. It's going to be a Rebel win. You only get to see seven home games a year. Go enjoy yourself. But if you're staying at home like me, try to enjoy yourself as well.
Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and I'll see you after the game. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.